You're listening to the Natalie Parker Studio Podcast, episode number 11. In today's episode, we're talking about why you need more than talent to grow your art business. Let's dive right in. Welcome to the Natalie Parker Studio Podcast, the podcast for women artists who are ready to pursue their creative dreams so that they can thrive both in life and in business. I'm your host, Natalie Parker, artist and mentor to women creatives around the globe. In this podcast, I'll share with you the strategies, principles, and mindset that you need to build a purposeful and fulfilling creative business. If you're ready to be inspired, encouraged, and equipped to build the art business of your dreams, then you're absolutely in the right place. Let's dive in to today's episode. Hey there artists and welcome to the show. First of all, wow, what an amazing response we have had to this podcast. Within our first week of launching, we hit the number one spot for the visual arts podcast, both in Australia and also back in New Zealand, my homeland. Now this is all due to you. Thank you so much for tuning in, for subscribing to the show, and for leaving a fabulous review. Now, if you haven't had the chance to go and leave a review, simply go to ratethispodcast.com forward slash Natalie Parker and write your review and you can check out those amazing reviews there. Like this one by Melissa Borland, who is from Melissa Borland Artwork, who says, super helpful and fun to listen to. Natalie has paved the way for many of us art dreamers. She's done the work herself and been through just about anything an artist can go through. Here in her podcast, she shares personal stories, advice, and tips on all things art business. Super grateful for all her counseling and willingness to help other women artists accomplish their dreams. Oh my gosh, thank you so much, Melissa. What a fabulous review, and you are right. I have been through a lot, but I love the fact that I have been through so much because it allows me to support you, and it allows me, like you said, to support so many women artists around the globe because I'm all about you tuning in, listening right now. I'm all about you pursuing your creative dream, whatever that means for you. So if you want to be a hobby artist, rock on and do that. If you want to do it part-time while you have a full-time job or you raise your family, awesome. If you want to go on to run your full-time business, be a full-time artist and really see how far you can go, then I'm here to support you for that as well. But my heart has always been for you to run your own vision and your own plan. And I know that if your heart of hearts, if you desire to be an artist, if you desire to generate an income from it or just to have it in your daily practice to fulfill fill you then I'm here to support you with that. So in today's topic we are going to be discussing why you need more than talent to grow your art business. So here's the thing when I first started with my creativity and many of us are in this position I have a lot of students who are in the confident brush who are absolute beginners some who have been painting for years okay but we're all at that place where we always want to improve our artwork, right? We always want to improve our talent. And there's this constant sort of pressure on us. I think we, often we put it on ourselves to improve our style and to keep moving forward because we kind of connect our talent to our art sales. So what happens is we tend to think that 
when we put an artwork out there and it doesn't sell, we sometimes think that's because simply the work isn't good enough. And so what we do is we go back into our studio and we're like, well, I'm not good enough. I need to learn more. So we just spend hours and hours perfecting our craft and then we go through that same process again and those sales don't come in. And this is what happened with me. So when I first started painting, I started painting back in 2008, 2009. Okay, so like seriously wanting to really hone my skills and to start to sell my work. Now I went to art school from 2000, 2003, but in art school, I actually majored in sculpture and printmaking. I thought when I went to art school that I would be a painter. Now what happened was I actually had a situation where I think it was my first year we learned all the different disciplines. I didn't get very high marks for my painting work at that time okay and I don't know maybe my work just wasn't the teacher's vibe or whatever. Now I took that really personally and I took that to mean because my marks weren't high enough that there was no way that I could continue to major in painting and have success. Then I went on to do an elective in sculpture, so we went through different disciplines in our first year. Now I did really well in sculpture, there were a couple of reasons for that. One was it was very conceptual and I was quite good with thinking outside the box. The other was that I come from a family, my father runs his engineering business, my brothers are builders, the other one's an electrician. I know the hands-on building practical 3D stuff, so I did really well with sculpture. And so I got great marks. So I equated my success to that mark. So I went on to major in sculpture. I'm absolutely grateful for it. But honestly, my heart of hearts, if I could go back to art school and redo that again, I would be doing painting. So what I'm saying here is I equated my talent to how far I thought I could be successfully in selling my work. I put aside what made me really happy and joyful, so painting would have probably really lit my boat up so much more than sculpture did, but I was purely going at it from a, I need good grades so I can pass, so I can go on to have great art business and sell my work. And I know many of us sort of carry that through in our studios, right? You know, we just constantly push, push, push. Let's get our work better. Let's get our work better. Because if our work's better, it's more likely to sell. And there is some truth in saying that. But there is also some truth in saying this. Have you ever noticed someone who is so incredibly talented as an artist but has low or no art sales, so very low sales. And you're like, I don't understand. Like, their work should be flying off the shelves. It's not. Why is this artist not selling their work? It's amazing. I mean, all you have to do is go on the gram, scroll through all the beautiful artists there and go, I don't know why their work's selling. Here's the other side of the situation. Have you also seen some work that is very poor in terms of composition or very mediocre and average okay and granted we are all at our learning processes and our creative talent okay so I want you to remember that but there are some times we're like how is that person selling 
so much work how they suddenly you know become like an Instagram influencer it might be someone picks up their work and says this work is amazing and they just sell 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 what's what's actually happening here the answer is marketing you can have the most talented work you can be the most talented artist but if you haven't developed your marketing skills that is you getting your product out in front of the front of the right people you're not going to sell that work but here's the problem most artists are not marketers they haven't developed the marketing skills we spend so much of our time in our studio developing our work because we have that belief that if my work is good enough it will attract the right buyer and it will sell so what are we going to do in this situation in order to build a successful art business you need both your creative talent and your marketing skills the problem is as creatives we're not always marketers so if you're wanting to grow your art business how do you expect it to grow when you're only focusing on building your talent and not learning on the skills to market and to sell your work and look i get it all right many artists that i talk to they shy away from marketing okay they feel for for many reasons the first one is that our artwork is so incredibly personal to us right okay so when we put our artwork out there we almost feel like we are marketing ourselves okay so when we put our artwork out there which has a piece of us within it which is actually what makes really good art when it doesn't get the response that we hoped for or it gets a negative response we can attach that negative response lack of response or even great response to our own personal value and we can take it really personally and feel rejected so in order to protect ourselves from feeling that rejection we hold back from sharing our work yet in our heart of hearts we want to share our work because why sharing our work gets us the art sales with the art sales we get the income with the income we can continue to create create artwork and do what we love so it's a cycle that goes on and on the second reason that artists shy away from marketing is it can feel salesy right we think if we share our work if we offer it for sale if we post too often people are going to be turned off they're going to be like ah you know why is this artist sharing their work all the time or Nat can you just stop posting your work can you stop offering it for sale I've had enough like I love your work and I want to follow your journey but no please don't please don't sell to me and that's what we're thinking in our minds right but in fact at the other side that's actually not what they're thinking but if it is what they're thinking if the person's saying hey look I don't want to see too much of your work stop selling to me then why would you want them following you because at the end of the day isn't it about 
you connecting your work to the right client to get those sales to bring joy and beauty into their lives because your work has incredible incredible value the third reason that artists shy away from marketing is that we haven't learned how to market our work in an authentic way that represents us and our style and I think this connects to the point number two we feel marketing is salesy because we don't know how to apply those marketing skills to us to make them personal to the style that we like so we kind of just step away and don't even bother so while we're talking about marketing let's kind of unpack okay now that's cool but what is marketing like what do you mean very very simply marketing is to advertise or promote something okay so whether it be your artwork your prints uh, if you're offering art classes workshops whatever you're doing marketing is an action a person takes to attract an audience to their products or services during this process you are building connection with your audience through branding and advertising with the goal of converting your audience into a paying customer. So marketing. How can we use marketing in our work to increase our art sales rather than just relying on our talent? And I'm going to give you the three-step process that I teach and which is what I've built my whole art business A to Z program around which goes deeper into the how-to of this. So the concept is this with marketing just like that uh, definition I just read to you the first thing you need to do is you need to attract an audience okay your ideally your potential customers. So what methods or strategies do you have in your business right now to attract people to your ideal customer? And I call it raising consciousness. Just think of someone's like, they have no idea you exist. They have no idea you're a fabulous artist, the products you service or services you offer. How are you attracting them to your work? So are you sharing your work on social media? And I don't know how many times I've had this conversation with my students they tell me now I want to sell more work and I'm like cool show me your Instagram where's your work are you sharing it are you showing up showing your products showing your process and often the answer is no or yes now I am but just a little bit so if you're wanting a sale your work sitting in your studio it's not going to magically get some legs, or kind of cool if it did, it's not going to magically get some legs, walk out and go and attract itself to the right ideal client. You have to physically get the right eyeballs on your product. So are you sharing your work on social media? That would be the first place I would start because that is free traffic. Okay, People are on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever, all the time. The other one is, do you have a website? Now, if you are looking to build an art business and you do not currently have your own website, you need to get a website, okay? Your website raises your professionalism 
as an artist. If you are leveraging your work just off third-party sites like um, Society6, Redbubble, Etsy, and you don't have your own physical land, online land domain, which is your website, you're kind of running a risk there. Because imagine if Etsy shut down, I remember years ago they changed their shipping policies, which really shook up a lot of handmade artists. What happens if Society6 or Redbubble crashes? You have no control over those, so you absolutely need to have your own website. Another way you can attract, are you exhibiting in local shows? Are you getting out of there in front of people? Do you have your products at local markets or expos? Have you listed your work at online galleries or third-party websites like I just mentioned? So the attraction, basically think of attraction as I'm trying to get my product, whether on or offline, and I teach this inside Artbiz A to Z, on or offline in front of the right people. The more people, right people, who see my work, the higher my chance of getting those sales in. So that is the very first thing you need to do in marketing. That is just attracting, raising consciousness, saying, hey, look, I paint, I paint, this is my work, have a look. The second thing you need to do is you need to connect with your audience. Okay, people, when they see the art, some people will just see your artwork and you love it and go buy it, but lots of people love to actually connect with the artist or the purpose behind the artwork because art can be a luxury item. So we really want to make it valuable and personal. And if you are running small business, as most of us artists are, we are small business entrepreneurs, that hands-on touch, that personal touch can go so far. As an example, I brought a couple of beautiful dresses from Kiki and Finch, who is a boutique clothing store here in Melbourne, Victoria. And she wrote this beautiful hand note in the parcel that she sent to me. So I got the opened it yesterday there's these two beautiful dresses in there but she just wrote this hey Nat you know thank you so much for purchasing I hope you love these dresses love Olivia and I was like that really spoke to me because how many big stores that we go to when we buy from do they take the time to write a personal hand note to us very very few okay so we want to connect because of that connection Not only is marketing connecting when you're selling, but it's also the whole thing. It's, you know, it's that you connect them, you sell, but it's also when they get your product and they will become repeat customers. Now, because of that beautiful connection point that she gave me, I'm more likely to go and continue to buy my more dresses and more clothing from her because I I love that service. So how are you connecting with your clients? Are you answering their comments? So if you have a post and someone says, I love your work or that's beautiful, respond to those comments. Now, when you are small, you have a small Instagram following, you can do this, all right? Take the time. This is where I started, you know, and at times, absolutely, it can feel tedious and time-consuming, but you know what? Building a business takes time, and that effort will absolutely pay off. So respond to those comments. Respond to those DMs. Um, how else can you build connection? Are you sharing your process? You know, people like I tell my students, creativity is magic. What we do is just amazing to some people. They don't have the talent that we have. 
okay so when they're watching us create it's almost like wow we're doing this magic act so are you sharing your process with people are you you know creating some videos or some instagram reels so they can see are you describing the story behind your work how many people have asked you when you've created something what was your intention behind this work now if you don't have anything deep and meaningful that's okay you know i i don't always have deep and meaningful reasons behind my work but i do often have connections to the feeling that i want to create through my work or i love a certain color palette or it may have been that i've seen a particular style or patterns that i've noticed from nature or from some beautiful patterns and some clothing that have started to come through in my work people love to hear that story so start to build those connections do you have an email list and again if you don't have an email list you needed this yesterday and this is another thing i teach inside Artbiz. but with your email list this is a great way to build those personal connections because i mentioned before with your social media you get like a, a high engagement on social media, right, is 6%. So that means 6% of people will see your work, like it, comment or engage on one of your posts. With your email list, a good open rate is 25 to 30%. So that means you have 25 to 30 people out of 100 actually seeing what you have. And because they've opened your email, they're more likely to read it or skim it. And you can start to build that personal connection through emails. I have people on my email list who have been on my email list for five years, all right, who love to see my journey. They've seen me go from when I was working as a teacher and building my business on the side to now where it's at with six figures. And they're just blown away. They love the story. They love the journey and want to support me. So have that email list to build that connection the stronger that connection with your potential client through your marketing this is a marketing strategy the easier it is going to be to go into stage three which is conversion so this is where we convert that ideal client into a paying customer this is where you ask for the sale okay so this is where you need your sales systems in place. So you need somewhere to take money, you know? Make it easy for people to pay pay you. Do you have a website? Do you have PayPal, which is golden? How many times have you been on an online shopping? I'm not saying you're online shopping, but I have done this many times. I'm going to add something to my cart, go to pay for it, and they don't have PayPal. They want me to go and get my credit card, which may be in a different room, come back, put it in. Personally, not a fan of entering my credit card details on my phone like that. But anywho, if that happens, I'll just exit out of that car and gap it. And often I'll forget about it. If they have PayPal there, I'm like, yep, easy done straight away. It's so much easier. So make the conversion process easier for your audience. The other way you convert is you ask for the sale. So once you've got a client who's been attracted to you, They've connected to your, uh, to your work and your process. They're ready to buy. Converting is about finally giving them the opportunity to buy. So it might be you have a new collection launch that goes out to your email list and you've built the attraction, you've built the connection. They're like, yes, you know, that's the right piece. That's the right color, right size. I'm ready to buy. 
done. It might be that you have a sale and they're like, oh, I've been waiting, waiting, waiting. I'm not really in my budget or all because it's on sale now. Yes, I I must do it. Or there's a limited supply. So many sales, sales strategies that we can use to convert those ideal customers into a paying customer. So you need to get your work out of your studio in front of the right people, whether that be online or offline. While your talent is incredibly important to ensure you deliver a quality product to your customer, if you don't have a marketing strategy in place to attract the right client, to connect with them and to convert them, you're simply gonna be left with work piling up in your studio. Talent, while absolutely beautiful to look at, It does not pay the bills. Sales do, and sales come by marketing. I want you to be able to make the income that you desire from your creative talent. And in order to do that, you're going to need to learn your marketing skills. If you take the time to learn how to market your artwork, your sales will increase And you'll be able to do what you love while having extra income for you and your family. And I know how good would that feel, right? Alrighty, ladies. So that is us for today. Now, if you want to go deeper with this conversation, we are currently running the Art Biz Startup Series. This is a free training for artists who are wanting to go from being a hobby artist or you've just got your out of the hobby stage you're emerging you're starting to get you know the odd sale here or there but you really want to leverage and start to grow your art business in 2022 so i'll put the link in the show notes below you can come and join us we have had our first live training but you can catch up for the second two trainings and i would love to have you there and help you learn more about your business strategy so that you can start to generate the income that you love and be in your studio more all right that's a wrap for today's episode if you'd love to carry on this conversation with me if you've got any questions feel free to send me a dm at natalie parker studio while you're there take a screenshot of this episode upload it onto the gram and tag me in Coming up next week on the show, we're discussing what it means to be a flourishing artist. Until then, keep pursuing your creative dreams. Do you dream of having your own art business? Is 2022 going to be the year that you step out, go after your desires and start to build the art biz you've been dreaming about for years? If you are, but you also have no idea how or where to start, then you're going to love this. On Jan the 20th, I'm kicking off a free training series for artists called the Art Biz Startup Series. In this three-part training, you'll get clear about what you want for your business, you'll learn multiple ways to make money, and you'll learn my simple three-step sales system that you can use over and over again to finally get those art sales coming in. So if you're ready to finally do what you love, to be fulfilled in your days, and to have the extra income for you and your family, then you're going to want to register for this free training today. Click the link to register in the show notes below. I can't wait to help you turn your ARPA's dream into a reality this year.